Hey, this is Caleb Cole, pastor of Project Church in Sacramento. And man, I am so excited for you to hear this word. I believe God is going to encourage you, strengthen you, and challenge you through it. So get ready to receive from God today. Can we just lift our hands in this place as a sign of surrender to the Lord? I know maybe with everyone in this room, you were singing those words, but you couldn't get your heart to believe it. Because maybe 2021, 2020, took some of the trust that you had in God, just sucked it right out of you, just sapped you of it, because everything you walked through, the pain you experienced, the heartbreak, the, the, the fear that's gone through your mind and your heart and your soul, maybe the person that betrayed you, and you're singing, and we're singing, and you're hearing all my heart, all my soul, you can have it all, but you can't get your heart to believe it. Well, today I believe that the Lord wanted to release faith in this place. He wanted to release trust in your heart. So some of you have been holding back because of what you walked through. But right now, God wanted you to know, I've been with you the whole time. I've got you this far. I'm not going to leave you in this situation, the circumstance. And so right now, I want to pray faith into the hearts of the men and women in this room. So Lord, with hands lifted, hearts surrendered, we declare we will give all our heart. We will give all our soul. Yeah, we've walked through some things. We've been beat up in the process. Lord, we've had a rough few months, a rough year, maybe a rough couple years. But God, we're still trusting in the good one, in the faithful one, in the one that never leaves us or forsakes us, that will be with us through it all. So we will trust you with it all. So Lord, today, increase faith. Let faith rise. May these words not be empty verses, but may they be a declaration of our heart, of our soul, that we are giving it all to you, Jesus. All to you, Jesus. You can put your hands down. I want to read Luke chapter 4. I'm going to jump back and forth today as I bring this message in this all-new series entitled Favor of God. Luke chapter 4, verse number 17, Jesus walks into the synagogue and he asks for the scroll and he takes the scroll, the prophet Isaiah that was given to him. He unrolls the scroll and finds the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty, everybody say liberty, those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. I know last year didn't feel like the maybe the year of the Lord's favor. Maybe 2020 didn't feel like the year of the Lord's favor upon your life. Well, today in this place, as we dig into and talk about what favor feels like, I wanted to declare over this church, over your life, the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. If you're believing for favor on your life, I want you to give God some praise right now in this place. The year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. I'm going to keep saying it until you believe it. The year of the Lord's favor. So as you're seated today, I know the Omicron is going wild. 
the Omarion variant. I want you to not touch somebody. We used to do that. We can't do that right now, all right? I want you to turn to somebody, air five them, and tell them it's the year of the Lord's favor. And you can be seated this morning in this place. Can we give it up for the worship team? Come on, church. You can do better than that. They took us in this morning into the presence of God. I'm still, I'm still waiting on that podium. You got to move first. Make them wait for you, Janelle. Give it up for Janelle. Come on. All right. I'm excited to be kicking off this all-new series entitled Favor of God. Can I be real with you, though? Is it all right if I'm real in church? I know we got some fake people in church. You maybe came in here, you put your mask on this morning. I'm not saying physically I'm, or literally. I'm talking about, you know, a mask. Sometimes we wear a mask into church, a different kind of mask. We put on a happy face when we know we're anything but happy. And I just want to be real with you. Because I've actually never preached on favor, ever, in the history of Project Church. I've never preached on favor. Uh, And there's a reason. There's a reason I never preached on favor. It's because I've seen the word abused in the church for so long. And uh, we throw around favor like this. You know, you get that close parking spot, and you're like, oh, snap, the favor of God. And, uh, or, or you get that discount, 20% off, you're like, ooh, favor, the favor of God is on my life. And there are Christians that talk this way, the favor of God, I'm like, no, that's not the favor of God, it's Black Friday. It's called marketing, you know what I'm saying? But they want to declare it, the favor of God on my life. And so I think because the word has been abused and used, and I grew up, you know, in charismatic Christianity, and, and sometimes it led to this prosperity gospel preaching. I was like, nah, I'm not going to touch the word favor. I just didn't want to go there. But at the end of this last year, 2021, God started stirring in my heart that we would kick off this year with a, a series about favor, about the favor of God, because it's throughout Scripture, his favor, his favor being upon his people. And I was pushing back on God. I'm like, God, no, you know, like, I retired that word, God. You know what I'm saying? You know when they retire some jerseys, I rose the word favor into the rafters of Project Church. I said, nah, God, like, I retired the word favor. But can I tell you something today? I believe that God spoke to me, said, no, 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 Caleb. You thought you retired it. But in 2022, you're going to reclaim it in my name. So today in this house, we're about to reclaim his favor on our lives. I'm talking about reclaiming the favor on my family. Reclaiming the favor on my marriage. Reclaiming the favor on my job. The favor on my finances. Somebody say amen. I'm reclaiming the favor on my physical health. I'm talking about reclaiming favor in this house. And I think there's some people that need to give God some praise about the favor that is being reclaimed in Jesus' name. Come on. 
I thought you'd do better than that. You're not ready. I'll get you there. I will get you there. I know we got a lot of people watching online uh, with a lot of sickness going around. Like we have a, a big prayer team at this church and pretty much the whole prayer team is sick. So they need to pray more, y'all. Be praying for the prayer team. They're all sick. It's not supposed to work that way. Okay. I'm just playing. Come on. We can laugh in church, right? I love our prayer team. But I think there's some misnomers of favor, don't you? I think the myth, misnomers of favor are that favor is always just earthly blessings. How I many know that's not the case? That favor is always just open doors. But I found that favor is often closed doors. That favor is easy living or everything going the way we want it to go. I don't believe that's always favor. And so I want to be honest with you guys that favor rarely feels like what we thought it would. And so that's how I felt like I was supposed to kick off this series with the, the title of the message, What Favor Feels Like. Because real favor doesn't always feel like we thought it was going to feel or think it should feel. And I think that often what we're valuing is earthly favor over the favor of just knowing God more. And sometimes God puts you through hard things because what's happening is his favor is actually upon you through the hard thing because he's teaching you what it means to rely on him more. And even though it's painful, it's actually favor. How many would say there's been some pain in your life that was really the favor of God? Come on, raise your hand if you walked through something hard that you realized after the fact was actually the favor of God. So I'm actually going to go, I'm going to do something. This is weird. You know, this, this, this series and this message entitled some, or, or required some different kind of preaching. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm doing something weird today. Is that okay? Can we get weird in church when we talk about the favor of God? I'm actually going to go back and I'm going to go to the Christmas story today. What? It's the new year. We just passed Christmas. I'm going back. To Luke chapter number 1. I want to read verse 28 through 33. I usually reserve this text for around Christmas time and we've just passed Christmas time. But I felt like the Lord was challenging me and telling me, you got to do this different, Caleb. If you're going to talk about my favor, you got to go to me being born. Luke chapter 1, verse 28. And he came to her, her being Mary, and said, greetings, O favored one. Everybody say favor. Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying. How I many know sometimes an angel of the Lord can come to you and declare favor over you and you're troubled about it? Let me tell you, favor doesn't always feel like we thought it would. She was greatly troubled at the saying, hey, Chrissy, good to have you here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. 
And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found, say it, with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Lord, help me today to share from your word what you want me to share. May our hearts be open to receive what you want us to receive. May we leave here walking in the favor that you have on our lives. For this year and all the days moving forward, in your name, Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, amen. You know our life started in the mind of God. But I believe it won't come to fruition without the favor of God. Like your life started in the mind of God. He knit you together in, his, in your mother's womb. He, he knew you before you even were, were a blip on the radar of your parents. But your life doesn't come to fruition. It doesn't fully uh, develop or, or come to the purpose that God has for you without the favor of God upon your life. And we see in Scripture over and over that the favor of God is on his people. You know, God chooses those who he would bestow favor upon. And I believe you're here in this room or you're watching online because he has chosen you to receive his favor. And that should encourage you in this place. That if you know God, if you're walking with God, then you've been chosen by God, anointed by God, appointed by God to walk in the favor of God. That's encouraging. But I want to talk to you today about what favor feels like. Because I think if you've been a Christian for a while, you know the favor doesn't always feel like favor. So the first thing we see when it comes to what favor feels like is it often feels like inconvenience. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like to be inconvenienced. I like things on my timeline. I like things done according to my plan. I like things laid out and then to, to follow what I said I wanted it to look like. Some of you have been praying for favor. God sends it to you, and then you go, uh, God, I said I want a favor, but not like that. And I'm being real with you because I've been there so many times, time and time again. Favor feels like inconvenience. I'm guessing Mary, when the angel of the Lord came to her and said, you're going to give birth, you're pregnant through the Holy Spirit with a baby. And she was like, yo, God, I'm not even married. Yo, God, I'm a virgin. And, and in this culture, like even in today, it's taboo, right? Teenage pregnancy, out of wedlock babies, it's still taboo. But in that day, it was a whole nother level. We're talking about ostracized. We're talking about he would have uh, shamed her in public. Joseph could have done that. And this was often done towards women because women were seen as less than in this culture. I mean, how many know what the angel was declaring as favor? Mary's like, no, 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 no. 
It says she was greatly troubled by the saying. I found so often in my life that, that favor can appear or feel like inconvenience. But how many know that doesn't mean it's not favor? In fact, what we perceive as inconvenient may be just a part of the story that God's going to use to declare something greater in our future. I've seen that favor often feels like interruption. I mean, Mary and Joseph, they're about to get married. There's going to be a party, a shindig. They've been, you know, designated for one another, chosen for one another. Uh, uh, This is like an amazing moment for both of them. I'm sure Joseph had been waiting for his his bride, and, and Mary was excited to be betrothed to this individual. And then, boom, interruption. An angel comes to her, tells her, greetings, O favored one. You will give birth to a son. She was greatly troubled. Not only that, but I'm guessing what favor often feels like is insecurity. My kids, they, they started saying this thing this last year. And I don't know if you follow like what the sayings of the kids are, but now my kids are starting to say things. And they're like 10 and, and 8, my boys, but, but they play a lot of Fortnite. And, uh, and, and they start saying these, these phrases and these things, and for the first time in my life, I don't understand it. And I'm like, what, what? And so they were calling this dude the other day, they, they kept calling him sus. They're like, my guy. They always say my guy. My guy, you're being mad sus. And I'm like, what? I had to Google it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. Sus, like what is sus? And and how many know like some of these phrases they don't always have equivalents to like words we had back in the day. Um, and so then I realized like sus is suspect or questionable, and uh, questionable in many ways, character, other other a- aspects and attributes. And I, w- I was listening to them, and they've been throwing out other phrases, and all of a sudden, like I've always thought I was like, man, I'm gonna be that cool dad. You know what I'm saying? And now, like, I'm starting to get insecure because I realize I'm not that cool. And for the first time, my 10-year-old, like, he used to, like, worship the ground I walked on. He'd literally be like, Dad, you could still play in the NBA. I'd be like, I know, son. Thank you. Um, It just wasn't God's call in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because y'all don't know, but I'm 40, but, you know, know, I can still dunk. So um, I'm not trying to brag, but it's true. Okay, so, so my... My kids, you know, my son, he used to think I was the best, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm not that cool anymore. He, like, avoids me when his friends are around and things like that. And all of a sudden this insecurity is rising up in me. I don't know the phrasing. I'm not as cool. He actually thinks I'm old now. But, man, how many of you know I'm guessing with Mary in this moment there was a lot of insecurity? The angel calls her the favored one. The angel declares favor over her life. And she, it says, is afraid. It says she's greatly troubled. You see, the last part I think that favor often feels like is it feels like fear. It feels like intimidation. Mary is deeply troubled when favor is declared over her. Mary is afraid when favor is declared over her. And I want to tell you something today because I think some of you are walking in the favor of God, but you're afraid. You found insecurity. 
for the first time, intimidation for the first time, you feel fear for the first time, maybe because you're stepping into things you've never stepped into, you have opportunities that you've never had before in your life. I want to tell you this, until you feel fear, you really haven't found favor. Can I be real with you, church? Like some of you are feel like, uh, what's going on with me? Like I'm afraid. Let me tell you something. Maybe the fear is an indication that the favor of God is upon you and he's asking you to step into something that you couldn't do in your own strength. But fear is an opportunity for faith to rise. You see, faith isn't the absence of fear. Faith is belief and trust in God in the midst of the fear that will happen because you're human. The angel says, you have to choose favor over fear. Let me tell you something, church. Favor is a choice. Everybody look at your neighbor. Tell them, it's your choice. Come on, tell them, it's your choice. You see, here's what I declared today. I said it's the year of the Lord's favor. I declared that if you're a follower of Christ, the favor of God is upon you. But you have to choose today if you're going to walk in the favor that God has already appointed upon you. Because you could actually say, I don't want that favor. I deny that. Or you could fight the favor. Ooh, we should do that as one of the Sundays, Chrissy. Next week, you all need to be back because Chrissy's coming with the word, favor ain't fair. Come on, somebody. It's going to be a word from Mary Chris in the house. If you can't be here in person, be online. But I'm here to declare favor. Favor is a choice. You have to decide to walk in the favor of God. Mary had to decide, am I going to walk in the insecurity Am I going to walk in the fear? Am I going to walk in the inconvenience? Am I going to stay focused in the interruption? Or am I going to embrace what this angel is declaring over me, which I am a favored one. I am a blessed one. I am receiving something that will be a gift for the entire world and for thousands of years and until eternity comes, they will continue to declare the promise that came through this son that I received. See, she could have fought the favor. She could have stayed in all these things that favor actually feels like. But she had to choose the favor of God. And so today, I think that some of you have been holding yourself back from the favor of God, from walking in the favor of God. You have chosen the other things, the inconvenience focus, the interruption focus, the insecurity focus, the intimidation fear focus, and God wanted to tell you today, it's time to choose favor. Choose favor, church. You see, favor may feel like some things, but favor also fans some things in your life. You see, what favor fans is favor fans trust. Everybody say trust. Can I tell you something? Here's what I found. Even though the favor of God is upon me, I still walk through battles all the time. And in the middle of my battles, I learn, and I have learned, that I'm either going to trust in myself or I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to trust in a God that I know will bring battles, but you know what else he brings? Blessings. He may bring battles, but he also brings blessings along the journey. And so you may be in the middle of a battle, but I want to declare something to you today. A blessing is coming. You may be in the middle of a blessing. Can I declare something to you? A battle is coming. 
So hear me, church. Part of trusting God is going, when the favor of God is upon me, there is favor in the battles and the blessings. The favor doesn't leave because you're in a battle. In fact, as I said earlier, and all of you attested to, the battles sometimes show you just how favored you are. Trust today in a God that will sustain you through the blessings and the battles, through the mountaintops and the valleys. Favor fans, trust. Let me be real with you. Sometimes you're in the middle of a blessing, but it feels like a battle. And it's very hard to shift your perspective like Mary was having a hard time. She, it's, it says she's troubled. She's afraid as an angel saying, favored one, favored one. Why, why are you afraid? Why are you troubled? You're being declared, it's being declared over you. You are favored. It's an angel. This isn't some random dude that just rolled up to your house and knocked on your door and said, hey, favored one. No, no. It's like Shekinah glory, you know, light from heaven. It's clearly an angel. She's troubled. Chrissy and I, we're in the middle of a move. We're moving this next Saturday, so this weekend we started packing. Can I be real with you? Packing? Packing? I feel like I'm in purgatory, y'all. This weekend did not feel like a blessing. I got a new house coming. We're about to move in. But can I tell you, these last couple days did not feel like a blessing. It felt like a battle. And last night at 9 p.m., I was done. I was so tired. We've been packing all day. I turned on the TV, and my wife, her motor was still going. And she turned to me. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm done, girl. Like, I need to rest. Your boy's got to preach in the morning. And she's like, we still got way more to do. I said, we still got a week left. Can you chill for a second? So 10.30 p.m., I went to bed. Come on, 40, you go to bed at 10 o'clock. I woke up. I woke up at like 12.30. She was still going. Come on, give it up for wives with a motor. Why am I saying this? Because in the middle of a blessing, my mindset could have shifted and focused on the battle, the packing part. And it's so easy that I could have got negative and we could have been fighting and, and, and our attitudes could have been bad and we could have been all pessimistic and I could have been like, oh, man, I'm so troubled. And God's like, you got a blessing in like six days coming. But sometimes in the middle of a blessing, there's some battles, isn't there? Do we still trust him? Do we trust him only when? The blessings are around us, or do we trust him when the battles are raging around us too? You see, favor fans trust, doesn't it? But favor also fans opportunity. Here's what I, I believe this, church, that favor of God, the favor of God can be found anywhere you look for it. I think if we're looking for fear... If we're looking for, for battles only, if we're looking for cursings, if we're looking for what's not fair, then that's what we'll see. But if you're looking for the favor of God, guess what you'll find? The favor of God. If you're keeping your mindset on, man, the favor of God is upon me, guess what you're going to come across day after day, moment after moment? Oh, my goodness, that's the favor of God once again. The favor of God looks like opportunity. Psalm 73.3 says this, For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Ooh. 
Perspective is everything, isn't it? You see, there's always an opportunity for the favor of God on your life. But what happens is we start to look at other people. Put that scripture back up. We start to look at other people. It says, I was envious of the arrogant. How many of you don't like arrogant people? Prideful people. Oh, nobody likes a prideful person. But how many of you know it's even worse when the prideful person is prospering? When the wicked person is being blessed. And you're going, how could they prosper? How is their house bigger than mine? God, I love you. I serve you. How are they doing better in their job? How do they have more followers on social media? All these kind of things. How come they're still married? Let me tell you something. What is our perception of blessing or prosperity is often things that are temporal. They don't last. They're temporary. And that's why our perspective is not on what other people are experiencing, but on our own picture, our own situation. And we say, God, there's always opportunity for your favor on my life. I'm not going to be jealous. I'm not going to worry about what's happening in anyone else's life. No, I'm going to fixate on the favor that you have on my life. I woke up this morning, favor of God. I got breath in my lungs, favor of God. I got a job, favor of God. There's money in my bank account, favor of God. I ate today, favor of God. Come on, the favor of God is upon you. Opportunity. I think there's some people who are addicted to feeling miserable. Let me tell you, like being miserable is an addiction. And it's very easy that after, that, that after a little bit of time of getting stuck in the mindset of misery, that it becomes your identity. And then before you know it, you're addicted to being miserable. And being miserable becomes your identity. You start telling everybody, this is just who I am. I just suffer. I just struggle. No, God's people declare the favor of God on their lives. We're not addicted to feeling miserable. We're addicted to the presence and the person of Jesus Christ. What does favor fan? It fans confidence. See, I was talking about the arrogant. But how many know there's a difference between arrogance and confidence? There's a difference between the two. And and I'm one of those people who, who growing up and in college, like people would think, oh, he's so arrogant. And I always struggled with it because I, I, don't, I never want to be perceived that way. Uh, but, but sometimes when you carry yourself with confidence, it can be misconstrued as arrogance. And so here's what I want to say to you. We need the people of God walking in the favor of God, declaring the confidence of God everywhere they go. That we walk with our head high. Some of you have been walking like this. I got a sign for you. Just do this. Some of you need to just walk around every once in a while. I'm just going to, I just need to be in your, your head. And when you start hanging your head and feeling sorry for yourself, you just go, nope, nope, nope. Everybody do this right now. Do this right now. This is a confidence. This means keep your head up. You don't hang your head. You keep your head up. Why? Because there is a God confidence that comes with the favor of God on your life. You know what I love about favor? Favor isn't forced. It's free. You don't have to earn favor. 
You don't have to be righteous and then God gives you favor. You don't have to be perfect and then God pours out favor on your life. You don't have to walk wearing this this amount of of clothing or this style of clothing or look this way on Sunday morning or, or not say these words or read your Bible this much and then you get favor. No, the favor of God is free. And so we have to walk in the confidence that the favor of God is upon us. Mary lost her confidence in this moment. Says she was afraid. Says she was deeply troubled. I believe God is declaring today, if the keys will come back, God is declaring today that favor is free and you need to walk in the confidence of the favor of God. Here's what I found. Favor finds you. And the main idea I really wanted to get across to you today was this statement. One statement. That if you follow Jesus, favor will follow you. Regardless of how it feels. Regardless of the situation you find yourself in. You see, followers of Christ are walking in the favor of God no matter what it feels like. Because feel isn't always real. I said this to you before. This is a Tiger Woods saying, because I'm a golfer. I love golf. Used to love basketball. Now I'm old. I just love golf. Low impact. Could play it my whole life. And, uh, and I, I spend more of my time doing that now than anything else in terms of hobbies. And, and often it feels like you're doing something, but the reality is you aren't. Feel isn't always real. And I think some of you have been walking 2020, 2021, made you feel like the favor of God was not upon your life. Why? Because you were crushed, defeated, beat down, beat up, stabbed in the back, betrayed. You walked through struggle. You had emotional hurt. You suffered. You struggled. And you're going, Caleb, I don't feel like the favor of God is on me. Let me tell you something. Feel isn't always real. And I want to declare to you today in this place that if you follow Jesus, favor will follow you whether it feels like it or not. Chrissy's talked about a few times over the last two weeks just how 2021 was one of the hardest years for her, probably of her life in a long time. Walked through a lot of hard stuff. And I got to be honest, like if your wife's walking through hard stuff, like struggling with some emotional things and she had some physical challenges like you feel that can I be real with you at one point I had to finally tell her like hey I think I'm starting to resent you a little bit because you've always been strong and for the first time like I feel like you're weak and I feel like I'm having to like carry more because of what you're carrying. And I started to resent her a little bit, but when I told her, I thought she was going to get mad. This is, this is like keys of communication, church, okay? I didn't tell her in a way that said, how could you do this to me? Or you need to, you need to like buck up. Get over yourself. No, I just told her like, I don't want to resent you. I want to be there for you. I want to support you. And she actually received it. And then she said, we need to go to therapy. And I said, girl, let's do it. 
So we went to therapy, and, and I want to tell you something. Like, my whole life, I thought, I'm, I don't need therapy. I got this thing. I'm like, I'm a pastor. I'm, a, I'm Holy Ghost filled. My goodness. The Lord is upon me. I've been anointed. I don't need some person telling me, some shrink telling me what I need to do or how I need to think or what I need to feel, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you, because of what she walked through, let me tell you, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel like the favor of God was upon us. We got in there and we started talking about things that we've never talked about. And God started pulling up stuff that was in us, in both of us, that he needed to root out. And if it wasn't for the pain of this year, we never would have got to a place where God is refining us to be better than ever before. Why? Because he wanted to set us up not to coast through life, but to grow so that we could walk in the fullness of the purpose and the call that he has on our life in 2022 and 23 and 25 and 2030. Oh, my goodness. It didn't feel good. Christy will tell you it has not felt good. But let me tell you something. Now more than ever, I'm a testimony. We're a testimony to say it didn't feel good, but it was still the favor of God. Sometimes God makes you walk through things to pull out the stuff that he needs to pull out to make you into who he's calling you to be. It may not feel like it, but I'm confident. Not in my strength, but in the strength of my Savior. Can I tell you something, church? We need some Jesus confidence in this house. What did Jesus do? Oh, I read it. Let me go back to it. Luke chapter 4. I love this part so much. He walks into the synagogue. He says, give me the scroll. They unroll the scroll. They hand it to him. He takes it and he reads it. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, set at liberty those who are pressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We need some Jesus confidence in this house today. I need some people that are saying, you know what? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me for a time such as this. Some of you, we look at it and we go, oh, that, that was for Jesus. No, that is for us. The confidence that you've been anointed, that you've been appointed, that you are here to open blind eyes, to set captives free, to declare the year of the Lord's favor over you, over your family, over everyone you come in contact with. I came to declare today the year of the Lord's favor. He's looking for some Jesus confidence in his Jesus people. Do we have any Jesus people in the house today? Do we have any Jesus lovers in the house today? Walk in the confidence of the Jesus that's in you. And finally, favor fans faith. You get it, right? Fanning the flame. I don't know if I really describe this well. When I say favor, feels like this. But it fans trust, opportunity, confidence, and faith. Favor comes from surrendering, not striving. Come on, church. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Surrendering, not striving. Some of you have been striving in your own strength to get and earn the favor of God. 
The favor of God comes when you surrender to the fact that Jesus already paid the price. Jesus already earned the favor. Jesus already went to the cross. Jesus already did it all. And because he did it, you receive the free gift of grace, the free gift of favor. That's the gospel. You see, faith needs to rise in this place that the favor of God is already upon you, not because of you, but because of him. Not because of how good you are, but because of how good he is. Not because of how pure you are, because of how pure he was. Not because you're sinless, but because he was sinless. It's surrender. And I wonder if we're not fully walking in the faith of the favor of God because we haven't fully surrendered our heart to God. You all have your own favor from God. I love this. Did you know that? That you each have your own favor. It says that he knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He intricately wove you. He knows every detail of your life, what you've walked through, your failures, your past, your mistakes, your victories, your gifts, your talents. He knows your fingerprint. He knows every single thing about your life. He knows every wrinkle, every crow's feet. I'm getting them. And my wife tells me all the time she loves them. And God sees the worst parts of you, the parts that you hate the most. And he says, I made you that way. And I love you just as you are. But you have to receive the favor from God. I wonder if there's people in this house, in this church, in this place, who have received the favor of God. He's given it, but you've yet to receive it. He's declaring it, favored one, like he did to Mary he says, favored one, greetings of favored one, and you're troubled. Me? No, it can't be me. It can't be me. It can't be me. And, and you're afraid of the favor of God. And Mary was afraid of the favor of God. And he says, don't be afraid, for I have a plan. I have a plan, and today I believe God wanted to tell every person in this room, every person online that can hear my voice, that he has a plan for your life. His favor is upon you, and today all you got to do is receive it, walk in it, believe in it, trust in it, and say, God, I'm going to take the favor, and I'm going to walk faithful. You see, favor, I believe, only comes with one stipulation. God says, I've given you favor. Now be faithful. I've given you favor. Now be faithful. Listen, you, you can't unearn the favor of God. You can't unearn the grace of God. But you cannot steward it well. And I don't know about you, but I want to steward my favor well. And I steward my favor well by being faithful to the little things, by being faithful to the relationships I have, faithful to my marriage, faithful to my job, faithful to my church, faithful to my friends, faithful to my purity, faithful to every step. Every time I'm walking down the street, when I'm driving and someone cuts me off, I'm still being faithful, even though I want to throw them a finger. I'm choosing faithfulness. So today, church, 
I believe God wanted to fan the flame of favor on your life. He wanted to fan the flame of favor on your life. So today, I'm declaring that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. For He has anointed us to proclaim liberty for the captives, the recovery of sight for the blind, to set those free who are in bondage. He wanted to declare today in your life that His favor is upon you. And this year will be the year of the Lord's favor. You know what I love about it? I'm going to tell you a secret. Every year is the year of the Lord's favor. I don't know if this came across online. But I'm going to tell you a secret. I know I declared it today. And some of you are like, oh my goodness. I do think Kayla's going full prosperity preaching. No. Every year is the year of the Lord's favor. And it's a secret. But it's a secret that I believe we're meant to tell and spread and tell everyone the favor of the Lord is upon me this year in 22. Last year in 2021, even though it was rough. 2020, even though I hated it, the favor of the Lord was still upon me. And every year moving forward, I'm walking in the favor of God. Would you bow your heads with me across this place, church? I hope you're encouraged in this house. You see, sometimes God brings conviction. Sometimes God, in a message, wants you to make a huge life change. And I think maybe some of those things happen today. But also, I believe in this place, God just wanted to encourage his people. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing more encouraging than knowing that the favor of God is upon me today, this year, and every year. I'm encouraged today knowing that this is the, the year of the Lord's favor. Before I pray over us and we close with a song, with heads bowed and eyes closed, I know there may be someone in this room who'd say, Caleb, I don't know Jesus. I'm not walking in the favor of a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ. Maybe you've turned your back on God. You tried it your way. You got caught up in the things of this world. Maybe you've never surrendered to him. So today you either, you either need to come back to him or you need to come to him for the first time and say, I want to walk in the favor. I don't want to walk in my own strength. I don't want to be stuck in the sin. I, I, I don't want to be in bondage. I want freedom. I want favor. If that's you, you need to surrender your heart to Jesus for the first time. You need to red rededicate your life right now. Online, in the room, I want you right now. Just lift your hands real quick. Slip it up. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hands going up in the room. You can put them down. Come on, church. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. Repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, today I declare your favor upon my life. Not because of me or how good I am, because of you and how good you are. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my life. Let me serve you, follow you, be led by you every day from this day forward. I love you, Jesus, and I'm going to walk in your favor this year and every year in your name. Amen. Stand to your feet, church.
let's sing this song and let this be our declaration that this is the year of the Lord's favor. The favor is upon my life. From this day and every day forward, I'm walking in the confidence of His favor. Come on, lift your voices, church. Declare it today. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Project Church podcast. We pray and hope that this message encouraged you, built you up, and gave you life. We want to ask that you would invest right now in what God is doing here in downtown Sacramento. We've just recently moved in to our all-new building in the waterfront, Old Sacramento District. We want to ask you, if you'd like to give, you can go to projectchurch.com forward slash give to invest. Let's see all that God can do through us.